Hello, and welcome to Her Return, a podcast devoted to returning to your feminine essence through embodiment practices, sensual explorations, and unifying the feminine and masculine energies within. I'm your host, Lindsay Curtis. Episode number nine. Hello, beautiful. I am so happy to be tuning in with you again. I've taken a bit of a moment offline and have spent many more moments in person lately. And today I would just like to catch up with you a little bit while also talking about the influence our online time has upon our sensuality. I heard a while ago that it's like we have three lives in this one, our inner personal life, our outer social interpersonal life, and our online life. Now, some of us have only one active, others two, and even more, the three. This sacred balancing act of the threes is something to be witness to and to consistently check in with. For me, I've greatly enjoyed this ample spaciousness away from the online sphere, and now I'm feeling happy and inspired to be back creating and giving. So thank you for your patience and your participation in this beautifully sacred online life. In reflecting how the online aspects of our lives influence our sensuality and embodiment, I invite you to reflect on your own experience. First, how in harmony or not are your inner, outer, and online lives? Secondly, and more specifically, how does your online world affect your inner and outer lives? And thirdly, how does your nervous system react after you step away from being online? I read somewhere, sorry, I can't credit the source, But I read that in five minutes of social media browsing, we consume way too much stimulation for our nervous systems to integrate. I felt into that and I witnessed the truth. In just five minutes on Instagram, I travel the whole globe over, receiving input from all seven continents, shout out to those South Pole penguins, Not to mention all of the intimate information, such as birthing videos, vulnerability posts, and what my cousin ate for breakfast. Now that's a lot of information to be taking in before breakfast. And if it's in the evening, that's way too much information to be taking in before going to sleep. And that's specifically when I'm not being conscious of what I'm consuming. Then it becomes too much. But I mean, let's be real. How conscious are we when scrolling through the social media feeds? Often, it's something to do to pass time, which on the level of my nervous system isn't just passing time, it's filling up the sacred space within me and dimming my own creative light. You see, we've got to become aware of the balance between consumption and creation, which often the social media presence keeps us greatly out of balance and more in consumption. A few nights ago, I had dinner with some friends, and we discussed how before being penetrated by the internet, and even maybe further, before the Industrial Revolution, it seems like humans had so much more time, simply because each moment wasn't completely occupied. 
there was more space and tolerance for nothingness. And in that nothingness, I mean, nothingness is and was never really nothing. But I imagine there is much greater space for creativity and connection, for dinner gatherings, for sexual encounters, for seasonal offerings, for making things with the hands, woodworking, knitting, painting, writing, drawing, board games, all the rest. I mean, what is it that you like to do when you have free nothingness time? Have you ever been snowed in without electricity? Or has it ever been that you've been with just no internet for however long? What have you done in that time that normally you don't do? That's interesting. So in line with that, uh, last year I decided to pick up knitting to give myself an alternative to screen time. And when, now when I find myself reaching for a time filler and I don't feel like doing a meditation or, or other certain practice, I pick up my needles and I create. I absolutely love it and I'm constantly reminded how much more fulfilling life is when we assume our power as creatives. A few years ago, my teacher Catherine Shaneberg uh, wrote in a dedication in one of my books to me that there is a creative lining in all things. At the time, I said, yeah, okay, and was a little bit confused that she wrote that to me actually. And it took me a while to really integrate it. There is a creative lining in all things. But now I get it. There literally is a creative lining in all things that we're doing. And it's up to each of us to actively exercise our birthright power of creativity. But I digress. I invite you to consciously observe what's going on inside of your mind, emotions, and body as you scroll through your screens. Notice how much input are you receiving and what does that do inside of your mind, emotions, and physical body? Notice what narrating voices are speaking into your ears and whether within you, whatever is going on, whatever you're receiving, notice what is being elicited with inside of you. Is it an openness or a contraction? This is very valuable information. Our senses are activated as we see, and too often we are oversaturating those senses. So if you notice that this oversaturation is kicking in, then shake it off when you are done. I'm a huge fan of wiggling, and if you've been in my feminine embodiment classes, you know how often I love to throw in a shake or a bounce. And if you're in a space where maybe physically shaking off all that info is just a bit too disruptive or embarrassing, then close your eyes, take three deep breaths, and imagine yourself doing it. Imagine yourself shaking off all of those images and sensations that were never yours to begin with. The power of our imagination to clear and reset our nervous system is truly something to be experienced. So I invite you to do it. Don't let this just be another bit of information to take into the mind. Make it an experience by bringing it down and embodying it. Shake off what isn't yours. As we clear away unnecessary inputs, it becomes easier to decipher how we actually feel about experiences, things, and people in our lives. Our sensuality becomes more fluid, open, 
and again decipherable we sense what we sense and we know what that means and it becomes so much easier to stay in the flow of connection as always it's a daily practice it's a new habit to bring into being to stop pause and take stock of exactly what information is being taken in all right my love that is what i desire to share with you today a little bit of space of reflection of how much information are you taking in and what is that relating to within your body with that i wish you some deeply nourishing spaciousness and thank you so much for using your precious time to tune in with me I'm Lindsay Curtis, and you've been listening to Her Return, the podcast. Thank you for tuning in with me today. Please subscribe and review this podcast wherever you are listening. And let's tune in together next week for a new episode where I sit down with a soul sister, Carrie Krager, and we chat about burnout, inner child goodness, Chinese medicine, and more. Until next time, stay in alignment with your radiance, and I look forward to connecting with you soon.